0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. A whole bunch of people sent me this story because it mentions rental cars and surprisingly does not mention Hertz. <laughs> Widely reported, I'm going to go with the version from Jalopnik because I used to write for them, Bradley Brownell writes, this person had their rental car seized by cops and Avis made it worse. Why did the We Try Harder company rent a car that had been reported stolen, especially when they were probably the ones who reported it stolen? So it's the old thing about, you know, one hand not knowing what the other hand is doing. Uh, Mr. Brownell writes, I can't think of much worse than booking a rental car on a vacation and coming outside to see it gone without a trace. Where do you go? What do you do? You probably had some important stuff in there, and you probably had places to go, too. You're in an unfamiliar town with only ride shares to get around. That's nightmare fuel. One person apparently had the exact thing happen to them when their Avis rental car was seized by police on account of an incorrect stolen vehicle report. Or, or it may have been a correct report that wasn't rescinded when it should have been. A couple of different ways this could have gone sideways. It's possible. Nobody will ever get to the bottom of the story. But the New York Times reported it uh, first, I believe. And they say that Avis was lying about what happened. But allegedly, a previous renter reported their car stolen, uh, but then must have found it parked in a different street and returned it as if nothing happened. Or it's possible that someone didn't turn the car in on time, and Avis reported it stolen, and then when someone brought it in, they said, oh, it's back in inventory, great, we can rent it again. And they didn't go and cancel the stolen car report, because that's what's happened a bunch of times with Hertz. So when the rental car agency rented the car to another client shortly thereafter, it was never taken off the stolen car list, and police tracked down the license plate. They hauled it back to the impound yard. And don't forget that now there are police cars that have got license plate readers on them that are constantly reading license plates nearby. So they don't have to be looking for a stolen car. They can drive by it, and something will go, excuse me, uh, stolen car, stolen car. So the customer is now out the money to rent the car, They were forced to take an expensive Uber to the airport, and according to their report of the incident, they called Avis to get the charges reversed and were basically told to pound sand. Uh, A variation of that would be to kick rocks, Uh, but (laughs) it all means the same thing. The company allegedly fought against the credit card chargeback, never issued an apology, and when confronted about the issue claimed they never knew the car was reported stolen. The police report later says when the stolen vehicle was called into Avis, a representative of the agency confirmed that the car was indeed stolen and they wanted it back. So when the police took the car and notified Avis, Avis said, yep, we've been looking for that car too. Now, they say in a statement, we regret that the refund did not occur more expeditiously. Avis only reports to authorities as a last resort. And has comprehensive safeguards in place to prevent erroneous or premature theft notifications. So those premature theft notifications that will get you. The statement continued uh, that it then rented the car to this customer. But it was reported stolen by a previous renter without our prior knowledge, which caused our customer's rental car to be towed. So they're saying they did not report it stolen. But when the police called them and said, is this car the one you're looking for? They said, Yes which makes you wonder if they were somehow aware of that, how were they aware of it if they didn't report it? There's a whole lot of he said, she said going on here. Uh, Mr. Brownell says he's inclined to trust the renter over the agency or the police, but it's entirely possible nobody will ever know the true reality. Well, we probably will never know exactly what happened, but in order of who I trust, yes, I trust the renter. Uh, Then I think I trust the police, and then I trust rental car companies you might say, Steve, you trust the police? Well, in this situation, the police have reports as this car is stolen. There's the car. Oh, they call the owner. Do you guys want your car back? Yes, they take the car. The police didn't do anything wrong here. And they're just saying we came upon a car that was registered as stolen in our system. So we recovered it. That's our job. So the customer did eventually get their money back. But goodness, what annoying process that must have been fighting with both the rental car company and their credit card company. Uh, The writer from the New York Times has filed a Freedom of Information Act request to get the dueling police reports released, but that could take months because there was a police report generated when it was first reported stolen and a police report generated when it was recovered. And so that would indicate, for instance, if they had called Avis and said, we got your car, and whether Avis said, yes, yes, we reported that stolen a while back, thank you very much. Or they said, oh, no, we've rented that to someone else. You may disregard that. We know that didn't happen. So rental cars are supposed to take some of the stress away from your trip. You just show up at the airport and there's a car waiting for you. But if you can't rely on that car to be there when you get up the next morning, what's the actual value? And I'm telling you right now, I've done so many rental car stories involving Hertz and a couple others. This isn't the first one that was a non-Hertz story that I've gotten to the point where I am frightened to rent a car from the airport. And you got to understand, they rent those cars daily, you know, thousands and thousands of times. I'm talking about across the country. And, you know, when one gets reported stolen and snagged, it makes the news because it's so unusual. The odds of it happening to me or you are pretty slim, pretty slim. But you think about that, you go, okay, it's pretty slim odds. However, when it does happen, it is, in fact, a nightmare, because, number one, you don't have the rental car. Number two, we've heard of people who were actually pulled over while driving the stolen rental car and were treated like car thieves. That is, put into the back of a police car and taken to the police station. And so you think you're on vacation to relax, maybe see some sights, and you wind up getting fingerprinted, mugshotted. That's <laughs> now, it is true that when unusual things happen on vacation, that can make for good stories. But this is the kind of thing I don't think anybody would ever say, oh, yeah, I look back on that now fondly. That was the uh, trip where I went to Florida and got arrested. Yeah, no. (laughs) No one says, hey, let's all gather around here. Grandpa tell that funny story about when he got arrested with grandma (laughs) all those years ago because the rental car company mistakenly reported his car stolen when the previous renter didn't return it on time. And that is apparently what a lot of these companies do. That is... You rent a car, you say, I want it for seven days. If you don't bring it back in the seventh day, they start wondering about you. If they try calling you and they don't get a hold of you or if somebody just pulls the trigger too soon, they call the police and go, this car got stolen. Now, it's true, the person had the right to be in it. They didn't sneak in, in the middle of the night and steal it in the dark, but they, they, they had the right to be in it, but they've overstayed their welcome. And theoretically, if somebody overstays their welcome in the car, Let's suppose you prepaid for seven days. You're supposed to bring it back on the seventh day. Seventh day comes and goes. You never showed up. They try calling the number you gave them, and they get no response. They email you at the email address you gave them. No response. couple days goes by. That car is stolen. But if you come in two days late and go, oh, I honestly thought I could keep it extra days as long as I paid for them. But here you go, here's your car, I'll pay for the extra days, and I'll pay the penalties. Once the car gets brought in, they're supposed to call and go, oh, that car we reported stolen, we've recovered it. No big deal, take it out of the system. But quite often, these rental car counter people are so busy that they're too busy re-renting the car to make that phone call. That's usually what happens in these stories. Don't know if that's what happened here, but, but if I had to bet money on it, that's probably what happened. Uh, I can't imagine that somebody is going to rent a car and when it gets stolen, they call the police and go, my rental car just got stolen. Is that what they would do or would they call the rental car company and go, hey, your car just got stolen and let them deal with it because it's their car? So that seems less likely to me, but then again, people don't always act predictably. So there you go. Like I said, reported originally in the New York Times, and I'm sure they'll do a follow-up when they get the police reports because they're jumping through those hoops to get those right now, (laughs) but... Jalopnik and a lot of other websites covered this story, and uh, it was sent to me by a lot of people. Thank you very much. Bradley Brownell wrote that for Jalopnik. This person had their rental car seized by cops, and Avis only made it worse. Questions or comments, put them below. i talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. I only have two faults, being vague and another.